Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are back on poor reviews, and as sensitive as we were last time, we thought, well, let's be sensitive again, and we're reading out poor reviews of Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> the doomed event. The doomed event. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. So I guess we should start the show off by talking about the cancellation of the event in yep. Orlando and Hollywood just a couple mm. of days ago. Was it Friday? I think they dropped that. Uh, I think it was Friday. Probably Friday. I can't. The days are just a blur. I feels like it, it feels like it was Friday. Yeah, it was. Sorry, I was just uh <laughs> but, yes, you messaged me on Friday to say it's not it's it's been cancelled. Yeah, so it's a it's a shame in one respect, I think. I think you know it's obviously one of the most it's the most popular event the universal put on. Yeah. Probably also the most profitable event. And mm-hmm. probably keeps the park well into the green. Yeah, I mean it must it must help a lot. Um like I saw I saw people online sort of talking about it and one person was speculating oh, this could be the end of Universal because they haven't run the event, which I don't think is, is a bit of a dramatic no. statement. I think um, they, might, they may well run, run to the red for 12 months, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's, I don't think, I can't think of a theme park that won't. Yeah. I mean, this person, I can't remember who it was, but they were saying that, or, or somebody in the comments or something like that said, like the revenue that they earn from Halloween Horror Nights is, is pure profit. But it's not because... Well, I think all the they people they to... hire... Yeah, they have to pay all the people that work there as scare actors, and they have to pay all the people that design the houses yeah. every year. Because just um, you know, if they didn't and have the, if they didn't have the um, if they didn't have the event, they wouldn't have to have people designing the sets every year. Well, so. yeah, that, and I presume that um, the likes of like Halloween and The Shining aren't just going to go. Yeah, use the franchise for free. Yeah, I'm going to guess they're going to have to pay a license fee for some yeah. of them. Obviously, they own some of them, don't they? But yeah. for others. The big hitters are the, are the yeah. ones that, like Stranger Things last year and the year before, yeah. is what attracted many new people, you know, us included, to the event. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, while pers- on a personal level, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the way that people don't have a job and, you know, people aren't going to get to enjoy the event. Yeah. I'm also kind of happy because <laughs> our trip got cancelled. Yeah. We were looking forward to experience the 30th. Now, mm-hmm. the chances are all they're going to do next year is is call next year the 30th, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I saw some people debating that on Twitter, whether it's going to be the 30th or the 31st. Well, why the, would they... thir- the 30th would make sense because it's the 30th event that they've put on. Yeah. And why it would just they... happens to be on the 31st year. Like so... the 30th is definitely a push to get more people and sell more merchandise. Yeah. Why absolutely. Would you miss that? Yeah. And to be fair a lot of the sort of the marketing and everything like that, they'll just reuse. Yeah. And I have a feeling what they might do is come up with some new slogans for t-shirts like back from the dead or, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. You can imagine them doing that. But yeah, um, yeah it, it's a shame, but yeah. I mean, the houses that they have this year are going to be the ones that they use next year. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, for one thing, they've let go a lot of the creative staff anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely a uh, cost-saving measure there to get rid of them for a year, and then they'll probably bring them back up the year after. Yeah, um, you, well, I know Hollywood. Work on... Hollywood, they've actually 
um, they started tearing down some of the houses like a couple of weeks ago. Um, really? Yeah. So I don't know if, whether that's like a a thing in Hollywood where they maybe use some of the backstage areas for production. Possibly. For the points of the year. But yeah. for Orlando, I would presume they just stay where they are. Yeah. I mean, if they've got the space and they don't need to use the space, then yeah, you would have thought they'd yeah. just leave them as, as is. I suppose some of the ones that obviously, you know, it, well, I, I don't think any of them are directly in attractions, are they? They just, the queue just comes through certain bits. Yeah. yeah. So that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hope that because we had obviously had rumors that um, Beetlejuice was going to be there. And, and I think mm-hmm. the, the tribute store was, I mean, that was taken from the the graveyard um, Beetlejuice show from days, days gone by. So right, like okay. that was a sure fire sign that Beetlejuice house was on the way. <laughs> yeah. So as much as I think, oh, sorry guys, Beetlejuice isn't that great. Um, the <laughs> film, I think as a, as a house, it would have worked really well. Yeah. And I think my problem with Beetlejuice actually is I, I, I anticipated the, some of the rumors being true. So I thought oh, I'll give the movie a watch. I'd never seen it before. Yeah. The first time watching it at 29. It, it just hasn't aged at all well. It is awful. <laughs> it's probably one of these ones where when you saw it, if you saw it when you were younger, yeah, it would have stuck with you. And then over the years, you don't particularly notice how bad it's, you know, how, how bad it's aged. I think so. I think like Hocus Pocus is probably a bit like that. And I'm not saying Hocus Pocus and Beetlejuice are in the same league, but um, I think Hocus Pocus is probably a little bit like that. Right. Because you've never seen it, had you? No, and I haven't. All the people at Mickey's Not So Scary are like up the front, like dancing along to the song. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, what's going yeah. on? So, yeah, I think while it's a shame, it's a real shame to see the event cancelled. It's the, in my opinion, it's the right decision. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's definitely the right decision given, given the, uh, the COVID situation over there. I just don't, I don't know how they would have got around it. I just can't no. see it. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to call it off, considering Disney called off Mickey's Not So Scary like weeks ago. The thing is with Mickey's Not, not So Scary, though, is that is impossible to run. Impossible to run. Like, because the big, the big cost, the, the big way they make money from that is parade and fireworks. Like, right. Obviously, the candy is a big draw, but like the shows are different to any other time of the year. Yeah, yeah. With no shows and parades happening, it's like, well, I'm, I'm paying $120 to get some candy and dress up, <laughs> um, you know, which I can do by going down to Walmart and buying a costume and buying some candy. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly, exactly. Um, and I will say, I will say that I will go back to Mickey's Not So Scary because I do think that despite the experience being not as good last year, just going for and, and dressing up and queuing for candy although it's an expensive way of doing it, it is so much fun to do in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a great experience, isn't it, to do? I think, I think if, if I go back at that sort of time of year, it's definitely worth going because, you know, you don't, personally, I don't go there very often at that time of year. Yeah. And even if you just went for one night. Yeah. Well, we were going to go, getting, weren't we? So we were, weren't we? Yeah. We were going to go, but not necessarily to enjoy the parade of fireworks. Uh, I think we were probably going to get a load of candy, but mm-hmm. to really take advantage of the fact that we were only going to Orlando for five nights, so we were going to use Mickey's Not So Scary as a means to get on every ride. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and for one thing, um, I'm assuming that they would have um, added like the live actors to some of the attractions yeah. still, like they did a couple of years ago when we went. Yeah, because we saw the Pirates ones, didn't we? Yeah, the Pirates ones were really good. Yeah. Yeah, that guy came up to you, didn't he? Because you were you were dressed as um, uh, what's his name? Russell. Russell, yes, that's him. Yeah, I can't remember what he said to me. <laughs> he was like, "Have you earned your like, like pirate badge or something?" Or yeah, something. Some, <laughs> something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> that was great. So yeah, I think it's a shame. Um, I'm personally like, other than obviously the people that have sadly lost jobs and things like that, which is a real shame. Yeah, I'm. On the other hand, really looking forward to going back next year and seeing the 30th properly, hopefully, providing yeah. COVID has passed. You know, at this point, who knows? Who knows with America? I mean, who knows well, with the UK, to be fair? Well, yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to happen, really, isn't it? It's kind of second wave, third wave, whatever, yeah. you know. I think we'll get to a point where they just go, it's going to happen. 
people people are gonna get it and then everything will open up with like i think like here in the uk where people have to wear masks in shops now is a positive step um mm -hmm. i was out yesterday uh we went into a couple of shops i think star obviously starbucks um, obviously where else did we go i don't know a couple oh i went into the parking shop how exciting <laughs> to get some vouchers for Saturday went wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, people are like wondering what the parking shop is. It's basically a place where you go in and say, "I live here. Can I get some parking permits for my friends?" <laughs> and that's basically it. So, yeah, I think everyone I saw was wearing a mask. And some what was weird is I've seen far more people wearing masks just walking around outside now. Like I think people oh, okay. are confused as to what the law is. I mean, it's not very, it's not exactly straightforward to be fair. But well, no, yeah, nothing our government <laughs> has done throughout this has been straightforward. But like, there's definitely, like, I'd say it's gone from like two percent of people wearing masks constantly outside to yeah. like twenty, twenty-five percent. I wonder whether it's just because people find it easier just to leave it on. Just keep it on, yeah. Yeah, rather than having to take it off to put it back I'll, on. I just put it in my pocket. Right. I did feel sorry for one guy yesterday who. Got a new, I got a mask out of a packet to go into a newsagent's. He dropped it like where his face goes, right on the floor into a puddle. Oh. And then he picked it up and put it on. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it was obviously the only one he had. Right. He's I, just I, like, ah, it's wet. It will keep me cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I forgot mine because um, I went to meet Donna to get the food shopping, so I forgot mine. And I, so whenever I went into a shop, I had to wear Donald's one, which is like bright pink. Right. Okay. Sure. I'm sure you love that. It's like, morning. <laughs> it's like, oh, Donna, I forgot it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I did get like, you know, it's fine. Like at Starbucks and stuff like that. But in like the parking shop where people are a bit, you know, like council. Not, not, I mean, not, not people in there, but like the people that work in there. Yeah. So they're like, oh, man wearing pink. Ooh, what's going on there? <laughs> you got dirty looks when you were buying your parking tickets, did you? Yeah, by the by the by the person, not the person serving me. He was lovely, but but person next to him. <laughs> right, enough about parking tickets. I mean, that's no interest to anyone. Uh, no. To be fair, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. No. Um, so we thought we'd do some poor reviews of Halloween Horror Nights, which is something we've talked about doing before. But mm. never really come across a decent amount of reviews to to um, to talk through. So yeah, neither positive or negative, to be fair. Yeah, so we, we we've kind of wanted to get a Halloween Horror Nights fix somehow this year, and Yelp of all places, Yelp. <laughs> I didn't even know Yelp was still a thing. I mean, we don't go there very often, do we? Does anyone? I, I doubt it. I, thought I can't, imagine, I can't imagine people go there directly. I can only imagine people Google stuff and be like, yeah, it's at the top. Yeah, it seems about right. If it's at the top. So let's, um, let's dive into the reviews. Obviously, it's poor reviews. So what we do is we take um, an attraction, event, theme park, <laughs> hotel, whatever it may be, and we, we read out the worst reviews for that because those people are often uh, idiots. Imbeciles. Yeah, <laughs> imbeciles. <laughs> So let's kick things off with Brittany T. And she says she's from Port Ritchie, Florida. Wow. That sounds very fancy, doesn't it? Port Ritchie. It does actually, to be fair. But it's not. Well, I like how she spelled her name. It's Brittany, but, you know, just ends in an I. Yeah. <laughs> fair um, first one says, my boyfriend got hit in the head with a crowbar by a scare actor. <laughs> And me being a scare actor at Hallow Scream was a little upset because you're not supposed to hit anyone. And after he hit him, he continued to go after him. The managers wouldn't do anything. I don't believe that. No, I don't believe it. Are they sure they were at Halloween Horror Nights? They were just being mugged on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy in a mask in the street. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like that's likely to happen, is it? Whack somebody on the head with a crow. Because I'm, I'm assuming... Well... Do they use real crowbars and stuff like that? I wouldn't I think so. You wouldn't have thought so. You wouldn't yeah. have thought it would be a real metal crowbar, would you? No, I would. Because even, even if it, something accidentally did happen, you wouldn't think it would... Um, uh, otherwise, otherwise, it could seriously hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I can't see it personally. No, I doubt it. I imagine they're just like something paper mache or something. Paper mache. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that you would make stuff out of. Were they watching like Halloween Horror Nights, like Blue Peter or something? <laughs> and this is how you make a crowbar. <laughs> the scare actors are going around with the little Blue Peter badges on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah, and like also, even if it did happen, like I can't see him continuing to go after him. No, no, they you would have thought. Chase you around in the houses, or. Well, not in the house. I mean, I guess this wasn't necessarily a house, I suppose. No. It's in the scare zone. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I can't... Yeah, I just... I mean, they, they, do, they do, like, ch- chase some people, don't they? Yeah, if you run. Yeah, oh, yeah, if you run, they'll chase, <laughs> they'll chase you. <laughs> Which sounds really weird. If you've never been to this event, it sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll, chase, they'll chase you if you run. Um, but, yeah. You just have to pretend uh, that you're not scared, and they won't. They won't do anything. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I got through last year because I, I learned from the year before. Right. Okay. You know, chainsaw guy like revs it in your face, and you just go, ah. <laughs> and then and then you walk and away. And you go, you're just like <laughs> you're just like completely sweating while the whole event's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's no different to normal. To be fair. Wow. Well, yeah, there is that. Um, we we also took the, when we went in 2018, we took the tactic of we'd already bought Halloween Horror Night T-shirts like yes. the day before, yes. and then we wore those to give the impression that we were, you know, veterans of yeah. Halloween Horror Nights. And, th- and this is it. And last year, because I'd obviously got the, the T-shirts from the year before, yeah, I, that, I was even like I was double that tactic. Ex- yeah, oh yeah, you were on it. They were like, oh, this guy's been here before. Like yeah, he's- last year. <laughs> there's no there's no point there's just no point going after him exactly exactly he's too cool for us so yeah that does work uh, versus if you are if, if you're scared by someone and run then not only will they chase you they may well get someone else to chase you as well yeah <laughs> um so sam j from durham nc i don't know where nc is it's a <laughs> um, I yeah, I can't think of what NC stands for. Isn't there a Durham in Newcastle? That's, no, that's the other side of the country, isn't it? I don't know. My geography's terrible. Um, I I don't know about a Durham, but there's a Durham. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the one I was thinking of. North Carolina is NC. Oh uh, okay. There North you Carolina. Saw the commercial during Morning Joe. Completely inappropriate for the hour. The degradation of what of what we permit on TV is disgusting. <laughs> Universal, okay. Studios, Universal Studios is obviously focused on profit with pure disregard to what impact this could have on small children. There should be a warning for parents in order to shield small children from this type of, from this type of, this type of garbage. It's like you took an angry pause. <laughs> from this type of, this type of garbage. I mean, so she hasn't been to the event. She's not, she's reviewed an advert. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it, could be a he with the name Sam. That's indescriptive. True, yeah. um, we'll, call, we'll say it's a she because we started with that. Um, yeah, I mean, she's not been to the event. She's just rating it one star because she saw an advert at an early time of day. Although, yeah. I always find this weird when, when I've been to America and I've you know, watched telly. They have like older age rated films, like 15s, 18 rated films mm. on in the middle of the day. Yeah. But they'll just censor some of it. Yeah, it, it'll be almost pointless watching it because most of it's just cut. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of like we surely you, you still you must still must get a bit of violence and things like that. Yeah, but they probably just censor the heart, the really bad stuff. So you think I don't know they don't seem to be as strict with this that sort of stuff. I think she needs to be asking herself the question why she's watching a, a program called Morning Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent point. I mean, I think we're both googling it at the same time. The talk show. Oh dear, it looks horrendous. Morning Joe. That is... On MSNBC. No, <laughs> thank you. Which one's called Joe? I'm assuming... Oh, there is, a, there is one of them is actually called Joe. Joe, Joe Scarborough. Scarborough. Yeah. Oh, one of them's called Willie. Ooh. Wow. Oh dear. No, thank you. 
They do seem to have something against Trump, though, which is always a positive sign. Oh, at least they're not complete mentalists. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, Stephen D from Miami, Florida. Whoa, dude. He says, I've been here for the past two years and I've enjoyed it, but I just attended it today and it's sad to say that I'm so dissatisfied and disappointed. The actors are very lazy. I feel like I'm watching a Disney Channel movie. What Disney Channel movie was he watching? <laughs> I think even if the actors were lazy, I wouldn't call it a Disney Channel movie. No. I feel like it's become all about the... Uh, and sorry, there's nothing wrong with them, just very lazy and not scary. I feel like it's become all about the money, no longer entertainment. Staff is rude with no expertise in good cost of customer service. Brilliant. Is that is that is he is he talking customer service or is he talking about the costumes? I don't know. Costumer who, who service, yeah, maybe. Yeah, could be both. I really hate writing reviews, but I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. I just had I fought, to. I fought my my distaste of writing reviews. Honestly, it was it was so difficult. I, but I I manned up. I. I had a beer and I took to my keyboard, damn it. <laughs> Horror Nights is packed, super expensive and not worth it. You're better off going to Disney World or staying at home. Incorrect. It's and not it's, expensive. It really isn't expensive. Um, I think, Especially I mean, compared we, to Mickey's Not So Scary. I mean, we continue to bang on about Halloween Horror Nights and how cheap it is in comparison and yeah. I think you, you cannot compare the two. I think for one, Halloween Horror Nights is, it changes every year. For two, yeah. it's half the price. Like you cannot, you cannot, cannot say, oh, you're better off going to Disney World. You're absolutely not for, for a Halloween event. Yeah, you can't fault, um, you can't fault them on price really, can you? Like, and you can get the ticket that means you can keep going back. I can't remember what it's called. It's, yeah. it's early on a Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's half the price of the Disney event. And for one thing, you can go on any day that if you bought a ticket, you can go on any day of, you know, uh, of the, the events on. Whereas with Mickey's Not So Scary, you buy a ticket for a particular date. Yeah. So you, you're getting like half the price for more flexibility and an event that changes completely pretty much every year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one's from Luis M from Belle Isle, Florida. Oh. Wouldn't want to live there, let me tell you. Uh, I used to go to Halloween Horror Nights every year for the past 15 plus years. I used to love it and it used to be scary. The past three years, I did not go to Halloween Horror Nights. I went to Hallow Scream at Bush Gardens, which in my opinion is a hundred times better. I think we've added Corona now. Um, yeah. Better haunted house, scarier scare zones, and the most important part, less wait times. You can go to Hallow Scream on a Saturday night and get on every house they have with no issues. That's why I stopped going to Halloween Horror Nights. The houses every year got more dumb and less scary. Pricing went up, which is whatever, which is whatever but I have never been to Halloween Horror Nights and have been able to get to every house on one night. Lines are ridiculous to the point that you can only go to two, maybe three, depending. Depending on what? I have no idea. <laughs> which, which to me is a huge disappointment. I mean, it's not a big cost to get multiple tickets for this event. Uh, no, I mean, especially if you live in Florida. Yeah, it's crazy. You, you get added flexibility to, to go multiple times. Yeah. I've had so many friends stop going due to that. And I don't blame them. This year, I have a friend visiting and invited us to join them. I was honest with them and told them that the lines get crazy long and you could luckily get to three houses out of ten. They were shocked and thought about it. They declined to get tickets to go, so I agreed and purchased our tickets. I purchased one of the frequent fear. I don't know. What? What. Hang on, what? They declined to go so, get to get tickets, so I got them anyway. So he basically bought them all tickets, despite him saying we shouldn't go to the event. Yep. <laughs> Which is brilliant. I, I purchased one of the frequent fear passes for the exact reason of not being able to get on all the houses in one day. First night was a Sunday, and the lowest wait time is about seventy-five minutes, and the other over a hundred minutes. We were only able to do two houses. Next day was Wednesday, which when we got there, the wait times were a little lower and we were able to get more houses done, which was cool. But why did it have to take three days for us to come and get through all the houses? It's crazy. And not even including the show they have. This year was a huge disappointment for me. The houses got less scary each year. And out of the 10 houses, I would say that only one was okay, which was Graveyard Games. 
that was definitely the best house of last year, to be fair. Right, okay. The other nine were just plain horrible. My biggest complaint would have to be the Ghostbusters house. How could, it be, how could that be scary? It was mostly robotic stuff popping out. Thank you, Halloween Horror Nights, for good memories years ago, but I think I'm 100% done with you. There are much better, cheaper, scarier, less wait times haunted events in Orlando. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I haven't been going for, I've only been once to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, but I can kind of see that people are saying that, you know, it's getting less scary and things like that. And which is probably because it's becoming a little bit more mainstream. Yeah. Um, you know, they're trying to bring in more people and the way you kind of do that is, is bring in more IPs and those IPs are often less scary because obviously <clears throat> you'll appear to a wider audience like, like say Stranger Things, you know, it's not a significantly scary show. Yeah. Um, so I can understand like diehard fans of Halloween Horror Nights being a little bit anti of it, yeah, but it does cool. help the event to be fair. It really helps the event. I mean, I know so many people that have gone, went for the first time because of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we did, to be fair, didn't we? That was the thing that sealed it for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it's a fantastic event. And, you know, the fact that I say that Graveyard Games, maybe, maybe. I mean, I really enjoy Killer Clowns, so I think it's probably close. They're very different houses, but mm-hmm. Killer Clowns wasn't very scary, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but Graveyard Games was terrifying. Definitely my probably my favourite house in terms of scares. Probably joint first with Killer Clowns. And... Yeah, I get it. Like, not all of them are scary, but mm. Ghostbusters had some jump scares. Yeah, I think as long as you've kind of got that mix to to sort of please the diehard fans, but also sort of bring in a new audience and bring in a wider audience, um, then it's, it's just trying to get that nice balance act, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, ben S. from Orlando, Florida says, $100 to listen to your girlfriend complain about people popping out of trash cans at her while you dodge flying beer and fistfights between drunken frat boys and wannabe gangsters. <laughs> the real horror is all the product placement and commercials that influence the theme. They all to theme it to a cattle slaughterhouse, since you're pinned up with literally thousands of belligerent arseholes for hours on end, so you can see the girl from Stranger Things picking her nose for three seconds. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is why... I mean... I didn't see, I saw plenty of people drinking. I think we did in 2018, but yeah, I didn't see any fights. I know they happen, but yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, teenagers try and impress other teenagers and that's what they do. But, you know, it's, it's like when you're a teenager, it's like going back to caveman times <laughs> where basically the louder, the louder you shout or the more you throw your fist about, the more it seems, they think it seems to impress people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it does happen a little bit in in the event. Obviously, you, you see it happening around um, uh, food and wine. You know, yeah. people getting a little bit little bit over the top and things like that, don't they? The police presence in, in uh, Halloween Horror Nights is massive. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very good, actually, isn't it? Like, both um, uniformed and yeah. uh, plain-clothed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got team members in every house to make sure that nothing nothing going on you know i think while it does take it does take you out of it a little bit Mm -hmm. it's necessary and i think yeah yeah and they keep people moving as well don't they because otherwise you'll get some idiot at the front like yeah let me take a picture yeah i just want to get scared by the same person again (laughs) um evan g from the plantation that's that needs a rename. That does need a rename. That's not a good name. Plantation Florida, that needs a real big rename. <laughs> Jeez. Please tell me that's not a real place. <laughs> Is it a town? I hope it's nothing. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's a city in Florida. Oh, dear. It's Florida. It's just a constantly a letdown, isn't it? <laughs> uh, whereabouts Why is it? Why would Looks you like it's on near Miami. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of near near-ish Miami. I never understand that they they call them cities. It's it says it's a city, but it's like it's like a dis, it's like an area within a city. It feels like because like Miami, the sort of the I don't know, well I don't the sort of area of Miami is huge, and it's kind of in that. Yeah, 
So I, I don't understand how you can have a city in a city. That's America for you, isn't it? Yeah. My favourite thing, I don't know what we were watching yesterday, but the, the, my favourite thing was the, there's, a, there's a place called Birmingham in America, and they call it Birmingham. <laughs> it's like, that's not how you say it. I mean, we actually named that place, and you still got it wrong. <laughs> Birmingham. Bur- I said it wrong now. Birmingham. Birmingham. It's not difficult. Birmingham. Birmingham. It's like, what? What? <laughs> I can understand if they if they named it and were like, yeah, you know, that's just how we pronounce it. But the yeah. British literally named that place. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Like, it must it must have just changed over time. Yeah, they probably called it Birmingham to start with, and then as the language started getting butchered. What's the, it? Reminds me of the Simpsons sketch with the uh, <laughs> the stealing the clams. Uh, um, well, which, is that the one with um, Steam Ham? No, Steam Ham, wasn't it? Steam Ham, yeah. With Skinner and um, Superintendent Char- Chalmers. Oh, hang on, that wasn't the one I was thinking of. What's 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 the one you talking it's about? It's the one where the superintendent comes over for dinner, and he ends up um, uh, burning the food, running over to. Uh, he's get he's he sees um, the uh, Krusty Burger out the window, and right. he's like going out he's literally like one leg out the, out of the window to go run to get burgers from Krusty Burger and uh, the superintendent walks in and he goes Skinner what are you doing he's like oh I'm just doing my uh, leg stretches uh, superintendent and he's like le- stretching his leg out on the windowsill and he's like on an open window yes yes that's exactly right yes it's incredible and then he proceeds to like serve up burgers when I think he said they were I think it's steamed, steamed ham. He said he was doing steamed ham. Yeah, steamed ham. And he was like, "This is a family recipe. It tastes like crusty burger." And he's like, "Oh no, this has been in the in the family for years." And then the <laughs> kitchen catches on fire, and he's like, "Is your kit your kitchen is on fire?" And he's like, "No, no, no, it's not." And then he's saying goodbye outside, and you can hear his mum like screaming in the fire. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen it. You I'm sure I have seen, I've probably seen it, yeah. So it's season seven. What? I'm try, I was trying to work out what the link between that and Birmingham is. I just, I mean, because it says ham. That was it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a deer in headlights, just constantly distracted by things. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, in the episode, they said something similar, you know, they they pronounce something oddly, not just there was a link to ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay, Evan, everyone from Plantation, oh dear. I'm contacting you, who is he contacting here? I'm contacting you in regards to our Halloween Horror Nights experience. I am a Florida resident, oh dear, and I normally... It's multiple go, people. Yeah, but I'm going... It's got split personality. Split. Yeah. I'm a Florida resident, <laughs> and I normally go to Universal Studios around once or twice a year. I really do enjoy my experience there, but this time it was hands down, not a good time. <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> if, you, if you're pizza when you're supposed to French fry, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> that episode is one of the best episodes. It's great. <laughs> it's so good, that one. We're talking about the Aspen episode of uh, South Park, by the way, if anyone wondering. Yeah, yeah. It was more of a headache than a good time. I'm not the type of person to complain. Of course you're not. I usually bite my, t- my, bite my tunge and ignore it. Brilliant. Um, but I should express my concern to you. First thing that happened is we bought our tickets online, all six of us, and it specified that you go to, go to wall kiosk to get your printed ticket. We went straight to the kiosk and every person that typed in their confirmation number wasn't working whatsoever. We tried at least two times and tried to find somebody to assist us and couldn't find someone for about 20 minutes. Finally, we where, found someone... Where were they looking? I don't know, because there's always someone on, like, the check-in desks. Yeah, yeah. They were just, like, walking out, walking out of the park. Just in city across walk. The, they were walking across the bridge, and they were just like, can you, can you help me? Just, Please, help me. Just in city walk, doing, like, the John, John Travolta Pulp Fiction, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... 
Finally, we found somebody to assist us, and thankfully she helped four out of the six people that were with us. The other two had to wait in a line to get their tickets printed at the windows, which took about 30 minutes. We finally get inside and go to buy drinks. That's the first thing you do at an event. Wow. Okay. Halloween Horror Nights. Straight to it. Let's get, let's get a $16 beer before we've been to a house. Time well spent, yeah. Uh, where are we? This is all one paragraph. Friend ended up getting denied service because his license was expired, and I won't argue that. She asked for another form of ID, and he had his concealed weapon or firearm license that is from the state of Florida and gave it to her. She then, she then proceeded to say, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. We then proceeded what? to... What? He just had a license, as far as I can understand it. Yeah, it's not like he got out his gun. Yeah. He was just like... <laughs> I think you will give me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> we then proceeded to talk to our manager. Uh, what? We then proceeded to talk to our manager because we are willing to spend money on these $16 drinks. And she replied back, there is no manager on duty. Hang on, hang on. The so manager it, replied is, back saying, there's no manager. I don't understand. Is, is she saying that... She asked or, for a manager, I guess. Yeah, but are they saying that they're not? They didn't take the firearms ID. Yeah, I think so. That was, that was, okay, that's very misleading. <laughs> How in the world do you not have a manager on duty during a huge event? That makes no sense, and it was obvious she was lying. He is thirty-three years old, doesn't look underage at all. His concealed license is a legal form of ID, and it wasn't expired. So I have no idea why she denied him service of one alcoholic beverage. We're willing to spend money on the drink, and he showed her a legal form of ID, and she still denied him that service. That incident right there ruined everyone's night. All six of us bought tickets and two of us got express tickets. So our whole party together spent about $800 just to get inside. Out of all the times I've been to Universal, the customer service this time around was, was horrible. I get it. I'm a manager in the customer service industry and I have many friends that are employees of a Universal. You have those days where it's chaotic and there's much going on. When we would simply ask for help, we could get attitude from every single employee. I've never been so disappointed in Universal before till this time. I'm asking for a refund for me and my girlfriend's ticket, which came out to be $160 plus tax. I expressed my opinion on Yelp and Google reviews because no one else should have that kind of experience when it comes to spending that much money for a couple of hours at your facility. Thank you. I mean, you were denied a beer. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, like, doesn't ruin the night. I don't think they're going to offer you a refund for that. No. I would have just one gone. Thing, for one uh, thing, he sent his request for, for a refund to Yelp. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> But I would have been like, okay, fair enough. Move on. Yeah. I like, won't get a beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just like, come on, girlfriend. I, this night is ruined. Let's leave. Yeah. But it's not even you that can't get a bit. It's ruined. Yeah. It's ruined. Yeah. No, don't worry about it. And the weird thing is, like, there's six party of six people. Only two of them got express. Yeah, that seems a bit bonkers, doesn't it? <laughs> See ya. Yeah, yeah. We're off. We're going we're gonna to do more houses than you. So... I mean, obviously, obviously, with Express, this this event does come in at more expensive than Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah, but I mean, I would always get Express now. I think it would depend on how many times I was going. Like, if if mm -hmm. you if you you know you're going for a two week period and you thought, okay, we'll go like two or three times, yes. you wouldn't necessarily need to get Express. Um, and I mean, whether that would still work out as, as the same sort of price, but then you're not. You know, if you were going to go two or three times anyway, um, yeah. then, you know, there's no need to do Express because you can do everything um, across those three days. Yeah. I, I was a thought. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, like when we were planning on going in September for five nights, definitely would have been worth Express because I don't think, because, you know, we weren't only planning on going a couple of, couple of times, weren't we? So at the most. Yeah. yeah. It does help, of course, that we have... Um, Friends, friends in high places. <laughs> um, which obviously we're very grateful for. Um, but that being said, we we personally have bought express passes in the past. Yes. And I would do it again. Yes. I think if you're going for it, if you're only if you can only go for like one or two nights, getting yeah. express for at least one night is definitely worth it because then you'll get everything done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was very fortunate last year with Donna, obviously Universal um we were able to get our express passes and tickets for two days um so we did two days of halloween horror nights with express yeah and obviously managed to do everything both times i think otherwise yeah it would have been a challenge to get everything done in even two nights i think because it was very busy like ghostbusters was 
like 100 plus minutes. Stranger Things was hitting that at certain parts of the night. Um, you know, we did stay in, the thing is though, we did stay in Scream. And stay in Scream, we did probably three houses pretty quickly before it even got busy. Yeah, it does, it does make a difference, doesn't it? I think um, a few of these people sort of talking in the reviews saying it's quite busy. Um, it seems, sounds like they didn't stay in Scream. Sounds like they just turned up for the event, like particularly this guy, Evan G. Yeah. And then there was another one above that mentioned about they only did two things and it took 100 minutes and 75 minutes or something like that. Um, which you definitely would be able to do more than two things if that was if it was 75 minutes and 100 minutes. Well, That's yeah, like, because you know, it goes on from like, was it like half five, six until like 1 2 a.m.? Yeah. yeah. So you think, you know, even if you're queuing in those two attractions for three hours, you can still do more than that across yeah. like a six, seven, eight hour period. Yeah. Um, and that's only the big IP houses. Like the, as the night goes on, the wait time has died down. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, a lot of people will sort of slope off yeah. towards the end of the night, don't they? And that sort of thing. Um, and that's, it just goes to show with like you were, you were saying about Ghostbusters and obviously when I, when I was there with Stranger Things, those are, um, you know, um, those sort of houses draw a big crowd. It's you know, proof, the, isn't it? It's yeah. absolute proof. Yeah, they might not be the scariest of houses, but that's the reason why a lot of people were there. Yeah, yeah, because the original IPs will have slightly, slightly lower wait times, that sort of thing, because people are going there for for the IPs a lot of the time. Yeah, exactly. And I have to say, you know, with Express, Donna and I on both evenings were done by nine. Yeah. Um, and you know, we we were there for three weeks. It was tiring, um, as we were in the parks every single day, um, and I think we did leave like about nine, half nine. Right, okay. Anyway, which is fine, because we've done everything we wanted to do there. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I would like to do a six till two next time I go. Really go to like all in. Yeah, but you know, because what we didn't do, just because at the time, again, we were na- like, the start of the holiday was so intense because we had, Mickey's Not So Scary, bearing in mind, I think we travelled out on the 26th, 26th or 27th of October it was. Yeah, it was quite late in the month, wasn't it? And so in between then and Halloween, we had two nights of Halloween Horror Nights and the Mickey's Not So Scary. <laughs> so within like four or five days. Yeah. It's pretty, so, it's pretty intense start to the holiday, isn't it? Yeah, it was like super intense. So we were knackered and obviously we had express passes, thankfully. So we did everything we wanted to do. Now, we didn't see the, sh- the, um, the shows which... It would have been nice to see, but as I said, like you just have to prioritize what you want to do, which was the houses mm-hmm. and really your own kind of safe, uh, safety in that if we stayed out until 12 one, we, we would have just been shattered. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Makes sense. And obviously, yeah, as you say, uh, having the express pass definitely would have helped in that situation, wouldn't it? Or it did help. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so let's let's read a couple more. Um, from, this is from MD in Tampa. No organisation or whatsoever. Brilliant. Long lines for crappy, non-scary houses. I'm completely disappointed with this event. A complete waste of money. I've been to, to the Horror Nights a couple of years ago and it was fun, better organised and they were on point. The darkest areas had no actors scaring anyone, which makes no sense to me compared to previous years. I remember they would even have some characters stop by and scare people while waiting in line if the wait was getting too heavy. What do you mean the, the darkest areas had no actors scaring anyone? Does she mean of the park or the house? Yeah, does she mean the scare zones or does she mean inside the house? Like, I think it's quite... The thing is, as, as we've kind of heard from other people that have been many years, in the, many years to this event, um, it's quite easy to go through a house and miss quite a few of the scares. Because it's quite easy for the person in front of you or the person in front of them to get caught by a scare and then that scare resets and then you won't see it for a few guests. So certainly when we went, you know, you could go through a house and not get many scares. You could go through it again and then get absolutely done by (laughs) by the scares, couldn't you? So um, it it can vary. And even even with some of the scare zones, isn't it? You kind of walk through and um, the scare actors are not always about, are they? I can't no. remember which one it was that we walked through. It was the one, the one with the guys with the pumpkins on their heads, I think. 
Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but the first time we walked through that, there was no, no scare actors there, was there? Yeah. And then we walked through it later on in the night and, the, and they were there again. I think, yeah, I think they wait until like, maybe like when it starts to get a bit darker in some of the scare zones. Right. Yeah. So it is, it can be, it can be a bit hit and miss sometimes, but I think you got, you, um, you, you, you're going to get caught by some, aren't you? Generally. Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah. You're never going to get caught by everyone. And I think the busy, the problem is the busier it is, the less scary it is because what often happens is someone in front of you gets a scare and you don't. Yeah. Now I think that's why when we went on, I forget the name of the house, we were like second in line for it, weren't we? You were, weren't we? <laughs> and that, it was easily the scariest house that we went to. And Which one was, was that? Wasn't the first house we did, was it? I think it was. You know. Yeah, I can't. I feel like we. Are the, yeah, because it it would have been quite been. early. It was quite early on in the night because basically, because not all the houses open at the same time, do, do they? No. So. It, I don't know if it was the first house or whether it was like the second house we did or something like that because it was only just opened up and so we started queuing for it and we were literally the second person in the queue. Oh, maybe we did the cinema one first. Right. I think. Because that one was quite good and we were like, oh, that wasn't too bad. And yeah. then, we, then we did the other one which was just opening up. I think because we, we mistakenly used our express passes. So there was a big queue but we were like second in the line for express. So, oh yes that's right that's why the, so they let us in yeah and we were second the, the people in front of us just walked off quite quickly yeah and it was pitch black and after that house we were both like do we want to continue doing this <laughs> i mean it was not the best of choices for us to, <laughs> to do this house and be like second in it was, it was terrifying like... <laughs> i can't even remember what it was called no, I can't remember it. I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember whether that was the really bad one. Not not bad as in it was wasn't good, but it was bad as in really scary. Yeah, I'm just seeing what was it? Was it called? No. There was one that was it truly. Was it, it was dead exposure. Patient zero. Was that the one? Yeah. Everything was yeah. The house is set in Paris in 1982 when the suddenly the grid goes out and everything turns black. I think that was the one. Okay. I just remember it as being, it was the one, the, the really bad one was yeah, when wasn't. we walked in and it was started as like a, a lab. Like right? a, yeah. It was like an animal experiment yeah. thing and or animal testing lab. And there were just like screaming monkeys in cages. And, and then you walk through and there's like so meat loud. hooks. It was so loud. There's meat hooks. And then there was like strobe lighting as well. Yeah. And then so like, it was like, it would turn it, it, off and on. And yeah. like it would turn on and you'd see someone move out the corner of your eye. Then it would turn yeah. off and it would turn on again and it'd be closer and you'd be like, no. <laughs> but it was just like, because when it's off, you literally can't see anything. No. It's black. Yeah. And then it suddenly comes on again. Um, and it's because it's not, when I say strobe lighting, it's not like it's constant. It no. was, it was sort of like. Someone's it, turning it, off a switch. Yeah. 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 That's why, yeah, that one was really bad because at one point, because the people in front of us had gone off. And I was in front of you, I think. I had yeah. no idea where I was walking. No, that's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because like, you can't see, like you're in this room full of meat hooks and you're like, well, where do I go? Where's yeah. the exit? Yeah. <laughs> there was literally no light at all. <clears throat> but I have to say, 2018's event definitely had overall better houses. You know, you had oh, what, Strange it was good. Trick or Treat, I remember being excellent. Yeah, that was good. Um, Dead Exposure, which was terrifying. Slaughter Cinema, which was the first one we went into. That was good. Um, Carnival Graveyard was okay, I think. Seeds of Extinction, I thought, was really well designed because there was a part where you the floor was like uneven, so you were like walking. That yeah, like, was that the one where you uh, had to walk on? It was like almost like the roof of a house or something, wasn't that's it? That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Poltergeist, which was cool. Uh, Halloween, which I think was really good. Halloween was that good. guy like being electrocuted right in front of us. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, the horrors of Blumhouse, which I think had good moments, like the the purge stuff was quite good. I think. Yeah. And then scary tales, deadly ever after, which I thought was okay. So I thought those houses on the whole were better than last year's, but last year had some good houses as well. Um, 
Let me read one one more review to uh, to finish the show. Um, from Brendan R from Jacksonville, Florida. Wow, what a terrible experience. We went from having fun to being accused of groping in a haunted house. What a world we live in. What a world we live in where we can't just touch people. <laughs> this is the second time we've been to the US this year. Thank oh he's from Jackson. Oh maybe he just left a review from there. I don't know. That's a bit Thank... weird, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks for the great experience, sarcasm. Make no mistake, we would never give another dime to this part, but I genuinely hope others can enjoy without being accused of random BS. I mean, I mean I've never been accused of groping anyone. No. You've never been accused of groping anyone. No. So there must have been some reason for... <laughs> but the thing is, it makes you wonder, like, we went from having to be, like, is... Who's he saying he's being accused of groping? Like, did another guest accuse this person of groping them? I mean, I did grab a, a rather tall man in front of me in 2018. <laughs> but he enjoyed it, so, you know, he didn't complain. And I didn't grab, you know, I didn't grab his bottom or anything. <laughs> just grabbed him out of instinct. I was scared. <laughs> he was just like, to the big man, hold me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, because you can hear it on the audio. If you go back and listen to the audio of our um, walkthroughs of the houses, you can hear it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, you're cool, man. <laughs> I think it was during Poltergeist from memory. Right. From memory, it was yeah, a, a really tall. He was like six feet at least, like maybe probably more than that actually. And I was just like, I'm just going gravi- to gravitate to this man because he's going to keep me safe. <laughs> and that's how you've lived your life ever since. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's still living with us now. <laughs> You just you just hide them away whenever I go around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was poor reviews of Halloween Horror Nights. Obviously, as I said at the start, we are um, disappointed the event was cancelled, but given that we weren't able to go, the other half of us is very happy. <laughs> but, I, but overall, it is, it is the right decision. It 100% is the right decision. And I'm glad that Universal have made it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just hope the event can return next year. Um, if you've enjoyed today's show, please do leave us a review on your podcast app. Um, you can find us on our website, themeparktrader.com. And if you want to message us with any show ideas or thoughts on any of our shows, just search in the socials for Theme Park Trader. Um, I'd say we're most active on Twitter, but we also have Facebook and Instagram for you to go and enjoy. So thanks very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>